What is going on, everybody? It's the In The Money DFS podcast, hosted, as always, by myself, Justin, and I'm joined, as always, by Dan at FFCoachDan on Twitter. What's going on, Dan? Justin, I'm feeling it, man. I'm feeling it. Like, In The Money, uh, it's, it's flowing through my veins right now here. Uh, the bankroll is going up after week seven, and I'm just thinking week eight has got to be the week. Like, just so close to hitting that big win. A lot of our takes last week were hot. Although a lot of takes were hot last week. It was a very high scoring week in DFS. I think like our best lineups last week probably would have won a million maker the week before. Uh, but good momentum, man. I'm ready to go to grind and dive into week eight. Yes. As am I. I'm excited. The podcast Twitter is at in the money DFS underscore. You can follow that to know when we go live on Twitter, which is around seven o'clock Eastern on YouTube, which is also at in the money DFS podcast on YouTube. My Twitter at Justin underscore FFD and Dan's Twitter, like I said, is at FFCoachDan. Subscribe if you made it this far into the episode because we got the hotness. We, we, I mean, we're doing great. We're, we're doing great. I mean, it's amazing. We also live stream, like I said, and we're doing a special thing for live stream listeners. We're going over a single game slate. Uh, but, but back in, we're at week eight in the NFL season's flying by, Dan. But week seven was a great week for the In The Money DFS podcast. I mean... What was the stack of the week last week? It was some guy named Justin who has great hair and is also six foot. Oh, wait, it's me. No, it's Justin Herbert. He was t- phenomenal, man. I mean, holy crap, this guy lit it up. I, I said stack him up with Keenan Allen. No touchdown, unfortunately, because uh, it all went to random. Virgil Green got a touchdown. Jalen Guyton, who I do like, got a long touchdown. So all these no-name guys kind of really getting touchdowns and not the big-name guys. But Justin Herbert looked great last week. I mentioned Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. You were like, no, no, no. Well, guess what, Dan? It was a yes, 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 yes. We like to see that. I mean, whew, scoring up a lot. Will Ford didn't really do much, but he had a touchdown that salvaged his day. But, and also, oh, I, there was a, I was saying Terry McLaurin was a great option because Dallas Cowboys suck. And it turned out to be an even better option. You said Trevon Diggs has got him. Well, I believe it was a, the play before McLaurin's 52-yard touchdown, Dan. I believe they were, they were yapping at each other a little bit, talking some trash. And then next play, Terry McLaurin burns Mr. Trayvon Diggs, who I like. I like Diggs. I'm a big Diggs fan. The whole family. Uh, me and them are very close. <laughs> but he got burned by Terry McLaurin. Don't mess with scary Terry. He just says, zoom, zoom. 52 touchdown. Gibson, I told you, great play because the Cowboys suck. Sorry, Dan. And it happened again. It is, they, they, they're still trying to figure out life post-deck. It's tough. And now you got Ben DiNucci. Uh, I mean, uh, I'll let you talk about week, week seven before I, I keep going on under Cowboys. Yeah, easy. I'm easy, man. Yeah, digs to get burnt. You know, I'm glad. Hey, I, I had McLaren in, in many lineups. Um, you know, he didn't blow up, blow up, but he had a solid game. Uh, definitely was worth uh, you know, mixing in some of those lineups. Diggs got caught looking in the backfield on a they're in cover four. He had no responsibility to look in the backfield, but rookie mistake and McLaurin took advantage of it. Uh, but last week was hot, man. I, I wish like I could have just melded my picks and yours. Took that, you know, Herbert stack, which was, you know, a little bit contrarian there and uh, mixed in with some of those chalky plays because I was heavy on Detroit last week. And although they were solid, you know, they, they were like 
my worst picks in, in my lineup. You know, Gio Bernard chalk and Jamal Williams chalk were gold, scoring, you know, 20 plus points each there. You know, a lot more than their, their, their like four or five times their value. Um, Tyler Lockett, I told you he was smashed last week. It was another right week of saying this is going to be him over Metcalf based on the, the matchup, and he scores 56 points. Justin, I had Tyler Lockett in like every single lineup, man. So every lineup was a competitor, and, that, and that's why. Good. Thank you. Thank you. So that was gold, you know, and I, I my best lineup was a Kyler Marley lineup. Your boy Kyler with Nuke. Kyler goes for 41. Nuke goes for 28. This is in the Millie Maker. Mm. Tyler Lockett for 56. Oh. Christian Kirk played back in there with 20 points. Oh. You would think I'd be winning a Millie Maker. My, my Washington defense scored 17 versus Dallas. Oh, I mentioned yeah. Bernard. Washington defense Mullering. is the best play of the week, man. Dallas sucks. And like this Millie Maker, I scored 200. Easy now. 227 <laughs> points, Justin. I was, and you I finished read, in last place. Nah. <laughs> 2,251 wow. in the Millie Maker. Out of high thousand plus entries, twenty. So, so here's for our listeners, our in the money listeners: two hundred and twenty-two thousand people play the Millie Maker, and a lot of the mass multi enter, one hundred and fifty lineups. I played probably ten, and this one here came in two thousand two hundred and fifty-one. And the only thing that killed me was Chris Carson in this lineup because he hurt his foot and couldn't finish the game. All right, he had five points at the time he left, and then. TJ Hawkinson was my next worst pick with 16 points. He had a touchdown, five catches, 59 yards, and that was my second worst pick. So good week for our listeners, man. If they at least tuned into us, took your stack of the week, listened to a lot of the different combinations and, and plays that we had, and uh, they would have done pretty well. Yes. That was good. It was a good week. And we're going to continue it this week. Charles Barkley likes it. It means we got to like it, man. Week eight is here. So quarterback position, I mean, Dan. Who do you got? For, don't, don't give me a mock. I know you're like supposed to every single quarterback on the slate. Give me, we'll start with two, Dan. Who are your two favorite players this week? And then we'll, we'll go back and forth. I don't know. I just got to watch. I'm not getting overconfident because I know sometimes I drill you and I have like 100 takes by position there. And again, for our <laughs> listeners, when we break it down by position, I'm just giving you kind of where I'm studying. And I narrow it down as we get closer to game day. But Justin, my all positions really, oh, especially quarterback, running back, tight end i'm a lot more narrow focus right now than i've been in past weeks so i i literally have six quarterbacks total that i'm looking at at this point oh, that's a little better than your 16 uh, no <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. normally it's done it's no six is four, solid four. i like six all right give me give me your top two and then i'm on list one and you can get, give me your next two all right top two man you know hey i'm looking at the games i yep. love tennessee and cincinnati mm-hmm. I really like Minnesota Green Bay, but I'm a little nervous about something there, and I'll get to that. And then I love San Francisco and Seattle. So my top two is going to be, I'll go at number two, Russ Wilson. I just let Russ cook. I love the scramble. Russell Wilson, baby. It's Russ cooking well, time. It is, man. 7800 It's a little pricey. But it's just the scrambling quarterbacks this year, man. Russ, Dak, Kyler, oh. even Mahomes. I know Dak's not playing anymore, <laughs> but I'm just saying when he was, okay, man, brutal on me here. You know, but those, those guys are producing this year. So I love Russ. You know, I'll be looking at some uh, stacks in that San Francisco game there. And then um, my play of the week, man, is Joe Burrow. I, I just 6,200. There's some good savings there. You know, we talked before the show how much he's throwing. The receivers, they're all they're all clicking. They're all healthy. He's got a lot of targets. 
And uh, they're playing the Titans, man. Their secondary has just been terrible. It's slow. There's no pass rush to help the secondary out. So they didn't do anything to improve that Tennessee. They're playing in Cincinnati. Loving Joe Burrow. I do. What are my two? Go, two I, you got. So Joe Burrow is my number one. And I think that's awesome that you have number one. And I have number one. This is we like to see this. It's very, very important to have this. Russell Wilson was in my top three as well. So now I gotta I gotta flip around the pages, Dan. I gotta find some contrarian plays for, for the people. Well, Mahomes is a nineteen and a half point favorite over the Jets. Like it's so funny and I don't care if he's eighty one hundred. For cash games, I'm okay with playing him. They're probably gonna bench him in the fourth quarter. It wouldn't even surprise me. So that's the only risk you gotta take there. But I do like me some Patrick Mahomes in cash. Now I'm flipping around the table. I'm going back. I'm going to go to Jimmy Garoppolo. It's gross. It's disgusting. It's not pretty. But it's going to be a shootout, man. And you're going to do a triple stack with Jimmy Garoppolo with Ayuk and Kittle. This is just a preview. It's not a stack of the week, so I can say it right here. Jimmy Garoppolo, 5,400. I like playing him because Seattle cannot guard anyone. They have the highest uh, game total at 54 on the entire slate. So, Got to get some action in this game, and you're not going to stay away from the highest total. We learned this in the past. If you stay away, try to be contrarian, you're stupid. I mean, I'm telling you right now, you're, you're, you're just stupid. Okay? It comes down to that. Dan. I don't like to be mean to our viewers, but I'm trying to help them win some money, and you got to you gotta hit this high total game. So I like how you said Russell Wilson, and I'm okay with having a lineup going back with it with Jimmy Garoppolo and Joe Burrow I love. All right, who, who are your next two? I mean, at some point, someone other than the big names are, are going to have a big week, and come out of nowhere and maybe jimmy gq is that guy um i don't hate it justin i'm not a, uber confident in it i but, think you're just mad because you have gg you know? shares and he's burning you so far this year but trust me this is the game where you're going to want to triple stack it up i mean seattle defense has been bad jamal adams i believe is still out they did trade for carlos dunlap i i think that will ultimately help him maybe not this week because he's just you know switching teams there but that could give him just a little bit more of a pass rush um so we'll see see what gives there Mahomes, I know you mentioned cash, and and I agree with you. I still think he's you still play him. I'll have like well, at least one or two GPP lineups with him. Probably just you know, I'll take one or two because what you're hoping is just complete onslaught. If it's complete onslaught, even if he does get benched in the fourth quarter, he's gonna have have some points. My next two though, I can't ignore Aaron Rodgers. I'm not gonna take a lot of it, but I, I will take one or two, and I'll, I'll tell you later on why I'm not. I'm gonna when I get to receivers, I'll say why I'm not hot on Rodgers as much as I am Burrow or Russ, uh, but he's definitely on my list, Rogers. And then Ryan T- Tannehill, man, like just in case things don't go right in Cincinnati, because they are the bungles. You never know. I don't, I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket. I think you got to play some some Tennessee stacks as well, because their offense has just been spectacular. And we know Cincinnati's defense is terrible too. I mean, you have two terrible fast, two terrible defenses, two fast-paced teams, and uh, I think they're just going to go up and down the field on just. So um, I love both sides of that one there. And I think the only quarterback I didn't mention, I, I'm purposely not going to because I think you you should still have one quarterback left on your list that you would want to talk about tonight. Well, don't let me don't let me down. Don't let me down. It's not like I I do this often, Dan. But <laughs> See what a good it a is team player. Two a time, baby. I checked the clock. It's two a time. We got it here. Look at that, it, baby. It fresh, came in the mail today. The mail. It knew we were doing a podcast. It's fresh off the press. Oh, I thought NFL.com lost my order, but it's the throwback to a jersey. <laughs> it's always two a time, nice. Dan. We're playing the two a time. That is nice. That is nice. Yeah, see, Dan, yeah. you're jealous. It's two a time. 
So, so don't say I'm a, not a good player because I had him here at 5,600. I just put a question mark by him. No, sure. no question mark. Not quite sure no. In the first game how much oh, I like 500 versus, plus yards versus Patrick Ramsey in that tough Rams secondary. But you know, I, I think the kid is something special. And I knew he was your boy, so you, you didn't let me down. I didn't steal your thunder. I let you, you have almost that did. You, you Almost, didn't, you, but you didn't. You didn't disappoint me. Buddy. I can't Good disappoint. Job. Thank you. Thank you. It's two a time. I'm so excited. And of course, at wide receivers, you may be like, oh, he's going to go with Devontae Parker. Well, Jalen Ramsey's kind of been locked down this year. So I'm going with Preston Williams, who I think can get a, a couple of deep ones in there. So Preston Williams, a wide receiver I like to play this week. Who are your wide receivers? Give me, give me your top three. I know you have like at least 12. So <laughs> give, give me your top three. Play all the Bengals, man. I am all about. Uh, Tyler Boyd at 6,600, T. Higgins at 5,600, and I'm not ruling out A.J. Green at 4,500. I'll probably look at different combinations of stacks, which we'll talk about later, but I'll play some of them just independently in some of my other lineups where I'm stacking other teams, and I'm just going to put those Bengals receivers in there because they're going to go ham, man. So you wanted three receivers. I'm just giving you Cincinnati Bengals, Higgins, Boyd, and even Mr. A.J. Green. Yeah, I mean, I love Higgins. I think he's great. I'm definitely playing him this week. And it would be Tyler Boyd as well. I think Justin Jefferson's a great play at 6,500. You see what he's been doing with Kirk Cousins. Their defense sucks. Green Bay's probably going to run up the score on them. The only concern I have with that, Dan, and I want to know if this is a concern for you, is the fact that it is a divisional game matchup. And I know that the, t- the uh, implied total for the game is pretty high. It's 51. But I want to know your thoughts on that. Where you at? Which game there? Minnesota Green Bay. It's divisional. I know divisional games tend to be right. a little bit closer, but I feel like, you know, Green Bay's defense, while Jair Alexander has been locked down, I think he's going to probably be on Adam Thielen more than he will be on uh, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. I'm, I'm like Justin the play back there. There's a, you know, we talk about narratives for games. There's one narrative in my mind that Green Bay just onslaughts Minnesota where what are going Justin now? Jefferson would would be the guy to, to play back because Thielen would be locked down, Cousins would be off, and then the running game never gets going. When the, when the running game doesn't get going for Minnesota, they struggle, and it takes them a while. And then eventually, you know, they throw so much that someone's going to score, and it's normally Justin Jefferson in those situations. Um, but uh, the other narrative I have, and this guy probably should be like everybody's top receiver. He's definitely the top uh, chalk there for pro football focus there at 27% owned at this point in the week is Devontae Adams at 8,800. But here's my other theory for that game. It is a division rival. I'm happy you brought that up. Mike Zimmer, the Vikings head coach, is a very good defensive coordinator. He's a defensive mind. He's had two weeks to prepare. We talked about bye weeks last week. You know, sometimes when teams have that extra week to prepare, it's good. Sometimes it's not. There is part of me that with two weeks to prepare, they probably won't stop Devontae Adams, but they might just slow him down enough to not be worth that 8,800 salary you play someone else uh, at a lot less and there's a lot of a lot of value there to get an edge on the competition yes sir i agree with that now rashad higgins is at 4200 and in cash i like to stay out of the middle so rashad higgins against the raiders who have been kind of crappy against the pass i do like him and the cleveland browns have the fifth highest team implied total in a game that has a 51 over under should be high scoring so rashad higgins Taking over Odell left off should be starting, and I do like him. Higgins is sneaky. You know, I definitely was looking at, you know, seeing where I could pick him up and redraft this year. It's part of me, you know, Jarvis Landry. See, Higgins is great value at 4,200, and I think he definitely pays that off. And if he has a good game, that's a great pick for you. 
Jarvis Landry, if he's healthy enough at 5,600, could just be the man and go off and have like 13 targets and 10 catches and could have one of those, you know, really sneaky good Jarvis Landry games. So both of them are interesting to me, Justin. I like that. Now, I mean, I was going to double down at T. Higgins once again to what the viewers know. Like, you, you gotta, you gotta have some T. Higgins in there. This dude's a beast. Brandon Ayuk, I mentioned with the triple stack, but I like him if, you, if you're not stacking him with Jimmy Garoppolo because he's had three games over 100 air yards. There's no Debo Samuel, so he's going to ask when he touches guarding around the, the uh, line of scrimmage, and this guy is explosive. So I do like Brandon Ayuk a lot this week. Ayuk's look good. I, I think. You know, for you, Mr. Cash, he he definitely is a nice play there, fifty eight hundred for GPP. You know, I think in some stacks, he's yeah, the ninth best wide receiver him. outside of Kittle. And then, hey, the other guy we're not mentioning. You know, I I feel I almost feel guilty that I didn't mention him earlier because he helped you know win me a lot of bankroll last week. Is Tyler Lockett? I think Matt he's got the better matchup again between him and Metcalf in that game. I like them both, but I would take Tyler Lockett again over Metcalf. He's 7,100. That's 400-hour savings versus taking Metcalf. So I'm going to probably go back to the well on Mr. Lockett. Yeah, two guys I like. I like Lockett, but I also like two guys right below Tyler Lockett on the DK list, and that's going to be Allen Robinson, the second. Don't forget the second. I mean, he's going to have a bounce back. He had a good game, but he got concussed. He's going to play. I'm positive he'll play. He's, he's tough. He was, he's going to get the Lattimore treatment, buddy. Uh, and I don't care because it's Allen Robinson. Lattimore's been trash this year. Yeah. Lattimore's been trash this yeah. year. Lattimore has been Cash. trash this year. I don't even care. Like, look at the he's been Cash. he's getting getting burned Cash like crazy. If he's getting burned by some of these other guys, Allen Robinson's gonna smoke this guy. And all Paul's gotta do is throw it within a twenty foot radius of Allen Robinson. He'll go catch it. That's a, what it comes down to. And then AJ Brown against Cincinnati, sixty nine hundred. We like that. Nice. But AJ Brown's a freaking beast, man. Holy crap. When this guy's on the field, he's a difference maker. And I love me some AJ Brown. I put my money where my mouth was this week in Dynasty. I moved Michael Thomas for AJ Brown one for one. I don't care. I, I I don't care. Hey, the way things are trending this this season with Thomas between throwing punches, at he, practice he's giving me injury. Antonio Brown vibes. I'm not even talking about Michael Thomas. I used to like him, but now he's he's he is a quote unquote. But you're right, man. That's that's he's he's definitely in a. In I quoted. It. I didn't Brown say. It. I quoted it. Dan, it wasn't me. I didn't <laughs> say it. It was probably Devonte Parker. And <laughs> AJ Brown, I do think I think he's a solid cash play. GPP, I'm actually liking Corey Davis. Believe it or not, more. I can't believe I'm saying that. Him or Janu, we'll talk oh. about tight ends in a little while, oh. but Corey the Davis, one no. second, the one secondary guy that's decent in Cincinnati is William Jackson, and he probably will shadow AJ Brown, so he might slow him down a little bit. Again, I, I think was, I don't think you're going to stop AJ Brown, but GPPs, I'm liking Corey Davis at 5100 because I think ten, I think that game's going to be a shootout, and Corey Davis is producing this year. He had so so he had ten targets last week, right? Which we like to see, like to see targets, six catches, thirty five yards, and a touchdown. But then you look at his uh, yards per target, and it was 3.5. Oh, Dan, I think I'm going to be missing out. You're going to be missing out on his A.J. Brown, John New triple stack. Nah, I think A.J. Brown's going to go off again. Hey, you know I'm going to have them both. Oh. I'm going to mix it up. I'm oh. gonna, I'm gonna, I'll probably have every scenario there. I'm playing with the DraftKings and FanDuel bankrolls, Justin. Oh, so oh, we oh, gotta, oh. You know, We got <laughs> to get some combos in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that. What about our boy, Hollywood Brown? Is it time for him to go off against a tough matchup in Pittsburgh? But for GPP play? GPP. I mean, they're off a of bye week. But we see lots of variants off bye weeks with teams that are going to be really good or really, really bad. I They had two weeks to prepare for Pittsburgh. I know you mentioned Claypool, but Hollywood Brown has yet to really have a boom, boom game. You know, I almost feel guilty right now. Like, I, I think I, the, 
this is why we do this show because it's also not only to help our listeners and we love uh, football and daily football, but it's like our little refreshers midweek to make sure, hey, what are we missing? But like, I almost feel guilty because it's like I forgot. It's like recency bias, but in a bad way where I forgot about Baltimore being having that bye week, and it wasn't to this midweek study. And I'm hearing you know different analysts like yourself, Justin, say Hollywood Brown, and I haven't been on my boy. You know he's my boy, and I haven't been on him. So I, I think there's a Lamar Hollywood Andrew stack somewhere. Oh, there in, it is. Okay, we're good. Okay. We wouldn't be an end of money DFS podcast without a triple stack mentioned by Dan for the Ravens. There we go. Classic Ravens fan. We've already known this. It's it's, it's on the record. You're back there. Now Hey, hey, oh, hey, and Dez. Oh, Dez is a Raven now too. So now I'm officially a closet Ravens fan. It's official. <laughs> no, put those headphones put those back on there. Come on. Uh, yeah, yeah, officially a Ravens fan. Uh Dez is signed. And next <laughs> Uh, we're going to have some quadruple stacks coming up in the near future. I can, already, I can already sense it. Now, I'll give you the GPP play of the week. You, you mentioned the Lattimore treatment, which isn't even a thing anymore in 2020, Dan. Come on. You got to watch some film on this guy. He's been getting smoked. I think you can smoke him. I'm not even lying. He's beefing trash. He's looking like a, he's looking like a, a, he's looking like a, a brisket right now. He's just getting smoked, all right? But the, the GPP play of the week, you're scrolling down. You're looking for a cheap play to kind of help differentiate why you're looking at in the 3,000s because this is where you want to go. There's two guys, and they're, they're almost back-to-back to each other, so it'd be nice, but they're not. 3,500. Darnell Mooney. I mean, man, if Nick Foles was a good quarterback, he'd be hitting at him, and Mooney looks good, man. He's, he's making people just get juked out of their shoes. It's crazy. I mean, Mooney looks like a, a veteran with his routes. I know you like your film. I want you to go check out some Darnell Mooney. He look, he's looking I'm nice. Sorry to, I'm starting to think you bumped your head in the gym when you told me you went today. You know, it was raining outside. You didn't have to cut the grass. You told me you went to the gym, but you, you're getting hyped on A-Rob and Mooney when they're playing the Rams. The Rams? They're playing the, the Saints, Dan. The I think Saints, you bumped sorry. your head. This is unbelievable. See, see, it, it was written next to my Rams notes. My bad. But they're playing the Saints. They're a good football team, the Saints. They got a decent defense. Nick Foles is still the quarterback last night. Check. All right, this is a GPP I, play. I, this is not, I, wanna, I don't want 100% ownership of Darnell Mooney. I want like one lineup with Darnell Mooney so I could say, ha-ha, I was right, you know? And then, but my GPP. My GPP lineups, I want to know they're gonna they have a chance of scoring though, Justin. You know, yeah, like a chance but, of a breakout yeah. game. Okay, there you go. Darnell Mooney. Unrealized air yards <laughs> were there last week. And then you got two spots below. Everyone's injured on the Patriots and Jacoby Myers seems like a, a, a bet to get some points. And more of a cash cheap play allows you to, to pay up for the running backs is Jacoby Myers. I'll wrap up with two guys in in that price range for you as well. And uh, Myers is an interesting take. Oh, wait. I, I know you're going to say it. I, I messed up. I didn't scroll down low enough, Dan. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I, hey, I, that's, I, I, that's I knew there. But oh, My, Myers up. is interesting because he came all of a sudden started going to him last week, and you wonder if that will continue. I, I think Bird there in New England is the guy they might go to as well because Edelman's out now. He has some kind of knee surgery. They say he'll be back this season, but there is no Julian Edelman, so Cam's got to find someone to throw to. But Nikhil has like a concussion. Nah, Nikhil, I wish he was okay. He sucks. This would be a Nikhil uh, smash hot week. Hot mess in New England right now. smash week, too. Oh, Dan, don't make me cry. I don't know if there is any more smash weeks in New England right now, Just. All my Cam shirt shares are crying right now, especially the ones that are in the same lineup with Dak. But oh, anyway, oh, oh, oh. Henry, Henry Ruggs at 4,900 oh, GPP shoot. play. And... Jalen Guyton, man, oh. 3,600 with your boy Herbert there. You know, he's been getting a bomb every other week for a touchdown. If he could get another touchdown in a 60, 80 yard game, uh, he could be interesting. So he's a nice little uh, GPP flyer. There's a, uh, another GPP flyer that you just skipped over. His name is whatever. Denzel. His last name is Mims. 
The dude had a 34% target share in his first game in the NFL. Let me tell you, they're going to be down by 400 points in this game. And they're just going to be throwing. <laughs> and I know the Jets suck and they're disgusting, but he's a nice little cheap play to get you some points. And a nice little stash in your seasonal leagues is Denzel Mims. I'm telling you right now, watch out. This guy had a great profile coming out of college, and the Jets suck. They have no one on offense except for Denzel Mims now. So it could be wheels looking up. Now, running backs, usually I'm team jamming in. But this week, I'm just kidding. I'm team jamming in. It's Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, and Kareem Hunt. I don't even care. I mean, also, I'm purposely not saying this guy's name because I want him to break out this week. It's Jonathan Taylor. Okay, go ahead, Dan. <laughs> I'm done. You named all my running backs. Let's so. go. All right, we're going uh, on tight ends now. <laughs> pretty close, though. You're, you're definitely on the right path. And just a little running backs is something I've really got to lock in this week because I've been looking back to these past GPP weeks. Mm-hmm. I've had some really good tight end finds over the weeks. I've had some good stacks. Running back, I've been hit and missed. You know, I mean, I definitely hit on Henry last week when he smashed. Um, or no, it was two weeks ago when he ultimately smashed. And I'm going to go back to Henry this week. I love Met 8,000 in that Bengals game. You know I love that game. That's the one chalk play that I will not go off of. I'm definitely going to go with some Hunt chalk there at 6,900. Kamara chalk at 8,200. But again, it's all expensive chalk, and it doesn't always hit every week. And it's trying to figure out which chalk doesn't hit and which is going to hit. You know, we'll keep an eye again on Gio Bernard and Jamal Williams. Not as good a deal as the week before, but if Mixon or Aaron Jones does not play, they're, they're in attractive matchups. Jonathan Taylor, I had on my list, hoping with the extra bye week that he could go off at 6,600. I'm not mentioning Carlos him. I've been Hyde. cursing him. That's why I'm not mentioning him. So I'm happy you're quiet. So mm-hmm. that maybe I'll put a little arrow up by mm-hmm. him. And then Carlos Hyde, if Carson doesn't play, and as long as Hyde is healthy at 5,300, the way Seattle uses their running backs could be a good play. And the only guy I think you didn't mention that I really like oh, is, I guess, mm-hmm. there's Aaron Jones. If he does play, I do like him. But Miles Gaskin, man, 5,200, he's. He's like James Robinson last week. I'm, I'm kicking myself for not having enough, uh, you know what, to to take uh, James Robinson last week because it would have been the difference in my in my lineups. We have this guy in the chat who's kind of stupid. He says, you have been saying Taylor all year. Yes, I have, and it's going to happen soon. I mean, this is his new favorite emoji, apparently, all these puke emojis. Now, don't don't hurt your thumbs, Dad, while typing it out. Holy crap. He's probably sitting right, up, he's right above me. He's right above me right now. He's just sitting here listening to his podcast. Trying to find out who I'm liking this week, and he's just pooping on anyone I say. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like it at hey, all. He's keep, he's keeping you honest there. He he's been listening to what you've been saying. And all year. here we go. Look at that. So that he's holding you responsible here. <laughs> doing his doing his job, his fatherly job. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I guess. Although he, he tuned in, he tuned in late tonight, though he missed the big Tua jersey unveiling there. That's a he wasn't happy when I opened this up. He was next to me when I when I opened the package, and he was not a happy camper. He was just like, uh, <laughs> but hey, he's just mad because. Oh, uh, you should have recorded that. That would have been priceless. I should have. I really should have. Darrell Henderson. Any interest in him at fifty nine hundred? I have some interest. It's just the GPP is not enough because Malcolm Brown's being heavily involved in that offense. So it's Henderson and Brown, and you got the passing game. There's just not enough touches for me. GPP play of the week is going to be one of these two guys. It's going to be Le'Veon Bell or it's going to be Jamichael Hasty. I mean, everyone's going to go revenge game narrative with Le'Veon Bell. He's got he got some decent run last week in that 4,600 if you want to do a pay down option at running back, which I don't recommend. I don't recommend this. I'm just, I feel like I, oh, have, I, I have to mention it though, Dan. Give me, give me something good, will you? I, I did already. Go. I gave you Henry, I gave you Kamara, and I gave you Hunt. I mean, I don't know what more you want, Dan. That's, that's it. Log off. 
those, those guys are all all on my list. There, they're all they're all they're all there. Everyone you everyone you named these hasty and whoever else you just named. They're redraft pickups. There, come on, you're in redraft mode on those last few there. Daryl Henderson. I mean, I guess they're cash plays because they could produce. Dan, I'm all about the cash. McKinnon's, McKinnon's going to bounce back in San Francisco, and Hasty's just going to get us like nine touches again. I mean, this is true. Hasty is going to get those touches, but if McKinnon decided to limit it, I don't know. I, I could see a scenario. You got to make these narratives in your head. My dad's talking in the chat, and he should be listening and not typing. Tight ends, though, Dan. You mentioned Andrews as a possible triple stack of Lamar. I mentioned Kittle. I mean, 7K is a lot, but he's almost in a smash spot, especially with Debo Samuel out, and it's hard not to play George Kittle. I, I think you can't stay away from George Kittle this week. Yeah, I mean, Kittle's solid at 7,000. Kelsey at 6,600, but that's chalk. My two favorite tight ends of the week. Just I mentioned one before, John who's 4,100 gold. And then the other one is Darren Waller. I'm oh. done with Detroit. I'm Why? DJ Hawkinson right is so right? good. Oh, he's so good. Nah, he, he had a dream smash matchup. And he did well in it. Like, he didn't let me down. He's a good NFL tight end. That's a good guy to have on your fantasy rosters. But when we're talking GPPs, Justin, I need guys that are going to go off, get me two touchdowns, get me eight catches for 100 yards. I mean, I need, I need some I need some. I more got volume. one. I got one for you. You want a guy who's going to have 200 I'm yards. Janu, Janu and it. Darren Waller. Yes. One and two. Yes. Janu and Darren. Were you going to say Darren Waller? I was not. But I like him. I was gonna say Janu. Every week I gotta say Janu. It wouldn't be Darren Waller at fifty six hundred is massively underpriced. He should be up there with Kittle and Kelsey. But what if you have like four thousand dollars, Dan? What if you're like, ah, son of a, I can't even buy a tight end. I want to play Darren Waller because Dan was talking about Darren Waller. I can't. So what you do is using the transitive property. You go to the other team that the Raiders are playing against, and you take away the Darren. You put in the. The Harrison, you take away the Waller, you put it in the Bryant, you get Harrison Bryant, 3,200. If, if Austin Hooper is out this week, which is looking like he will be, because I think he has appendix removed. I think that's what happened. Yeah, he ain't playing this week. So it's going to be Harrison Bryant. This dude's smashed. I mean, he looks good. If, if you listen to last week's show, we talked about Harrison Bryant and Njoku. We're so smart. Holy oh, crap. We're, 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 we're amazing. We're, Oh, this podcast is the best. We're too good at this, Dan. I think we should. We were a week ahead of it. We were, I mean, more than a week ahead. I'm going back to, well, Harrison Bryant, Mackey Award winner. I mean, I like this guy a lot. Apparently, I already had some future status with Harrison Bryant. I didn't even realize it until the other day, but I do. So, Harrison Bryant. And you, could, you, you still can't forget Trey Burton. Oh, ew. Ah. I was sneaking that in and before you switched off tight ends on us there. So, uh, My dad has a comment for you, Dan. <laughs> 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 he had both quarterbacks and Dad, you gotta learn how to type. You're making you're making all this confused. I'm, I'm I'm out of here. I can't even look in the chat. Once again, we're live streaming, so if you want to talk to us, you can go in the chat, type. We're gonna talk to you because we like talking to our listeners. To what fuels the show is is the feedback. But the last tight end punt play I have for this week <laughs> is Albert O, 2800. This guy got some downfield targets, even with Fant back in the lineup, who had eight targets I believe last week. Albert O got some play and a GPP. I like Albert L at 2,800. This dude, he looks good. I mean, he had all of his targets, 60 yards. They have lost, but this week could be better. It, it could be better. And I no like doubt. that. I mean, you always got to do woulda, coulda, shoulda. But we're running a little on time, then. Any, any more tight end plays you like? 
Tight ends, we covered them all. I, I thought there's some sneaky cheap plays again, especially in cash. I'm be good with a little chance of you know GPP for you. Um, solid takes all the way around. But you got to tell Paul he's got to listen to the beginning of the show. I justify, I, I defended that Detroit Atlanta. And this guy's late, the- and it's unbelievable. How do you be late to this in the money DFS podcast? You know exactly when we go live because I leave the upstairs and I go to the down. This is just the worst <laughs> listener we have. Holy crap! Oh, it's so bad. It's so, it's so bad. Oh, he, this is, I don't want, I can random. The Giants uh, fan. Oh, yeah, it's a Giants. That makes sense. Imagine being a Giants fan. Oh, here we go. Do we, for, do, we didn't mention any, <laughs> we didn't mention any Giants fans on the show. Uh, Giants Why would we show. do that? That's how bad it is. It's a Monday night game, isn't you know, it? It's a Monday night game, Dan. It is a Monday night game. Yeah. Yeah. So after, after Philadelphia onslaughts my Cowboys on Sunday night, you have the Giants in Tampa Bay on Monday night, which you want all the, the Buccaneers. So yep. you know, to load up on the, the Eagles and the, the Bucks because we didn't touch on yep. those two games. Now, defenses. It's, it's an important thing because last week the Washington football team, they smashed because they went against the crappy Cowboys. This week, it's easily the Chiefs. The Chiefs defense is good. They're 19.5 point favorites, and they're only 500 more than the second best defense, which or second highest price defense in the Chargers. So Chiefs are a smash. I don't even care. There's there's no way they don't score over 10 points this, this week. Am I wrong? I've got... You're, you're spot on. Yes! And, and I've... But but here's the problem. Oh. They're forty. They're forty five hundred. I don't care. So so I, I've I've got three defenses listed here, and one of them's the Chiefs, which you just covered. Nice job. Oh, I got the next one. But I, I think lineup construction is the key, Justin, because I've went three ways on defenses this year, and, and these three teams sum it up for me right now. And I, I still got to do more studying on defenses this week. But if for some reason I take one of the lineups and I have extra cash, I, I'm thrilled if I could pay up to the Chiefs. But most of my lineups, I'm not going to be able to afford it. So then I'm going one of two ways. I'm going pump play, or I have just enough money to creep up there and get maybe the New Orleans. Saints. Oh, I already knew it was going to say a sense because you, you hate Nick Foles. Nick Foles and I don't like Nick that Foles. Mo- you hate Nick all that Mooney A. Rob talking oh. gave me, even though you, even though you admitted Montgomery stinks, so they have no running game, mm-hmm. but they can't pass to take pressure off oh, the running game. Oh, it's okay. They, 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 they can't score passing points even with eight in the box. Ah. So there's there's fundamentally some issues. Oh, so like, my. Dysfunction. I like the Saints if I have, you know, 3,400. Now, if I don't have money to pay up at all, oh, here we go. I will. I am hopping on your Miami Dolphin bandwagon there. And I just think bandwagon. Playing, I think they're just playing good competitive football for this coach. Unlike you know, the Dolphins Cowboys. Team that's still a year or two away. Uh-huh. Oh. But I think they're going to control the ball with Gaskin mm. and Tua. And I, I think at twenty four hundred, mm. Miami could be a, a, a sneaky play versus the Rams, whose offense has been kind of shaky. In Miami, mm. mm-hmm. they're my three takes for defense. I, I mean, I knew you were going to say the Saints. I agree with the Saints because Nick Foles is going. What, what is all oh, timeout? Wait. What is this guy saying? Look on the screen, Dan. What? Uh, he's heckling us. He's heckling. Uh, I don't mean the official bandwagon. Yeah. Why, a, what is going on? Little, it, oh my. A little kudos to the coach and staff over there. They're doing a nice job with that organization. Thank you. I, I like the Saints. They're, they're seven and a half point favorites. And naturally, you have to you have to like the Saints. And I mean, are they? I mean, am I, no, they're four and a half. Still, that's that's over three point favorites. And then this game this week has a lot of close games on the on the slate. But there is one little disparity, and I was I was curious to your thoughts. I mean, I mentioned it earlier with Justin Jefferson and how th- they're probably going to blow out the Vikings. So are the Packers of interest to you because they're priced down a little bit? I mean, they're at 2,900, and they're seven-point favorites in this game. That's a good point. Hey, if narrative streak goes the way we say, and they take Minnesota out of their game plan, and they can't run the ball, 
that's when Minnesota struggles and Cousins is throwing the ball all over the place. And he's good for a bad decision or two in those kind of games. So there's a good chance. Yeah. So that's definitely one to put, put in the mix. And of course, the Dolphins. I mean, you can't. <laughs> they're the best team in the NFL right now. Not really. But with Tua, they could be. And I'm very, very excited, Dan. You know, my eyes are going to be glued to that TV screen with every Tua throw. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for great things. I'm very excited. It's a tough matchup to start off. I mean, going against Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey is never really fun. But this is the litmus test. What a, what, a, what a start. I, you know, I, I thought the start would have been either first start versus the Jets last week or get past this uh, Rams game. I think they play the Jets again coming up soon. Uh, but like you said, hey, good challenge versus a tough Rams team. At least he's at home, and uh, the, the coaching staff will put a good game plan around him. And uh, I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. <laughs> I mean, we, don't care. we don't care, man. It's two a time. Now it's time for the stacks of the week. It's time for the stacks of the week, Dan. So – who is your stack of the week? The stack of the week, bar none, and you know me, you know me, Justin. I like to sneak a little oh. few extra stacks oh. and advice in there. I mean, our listeners need to, when they get off the show, go throw in the the Carolina stacks tonight. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. you know it's that that Sunday night stack. You want to stack the Eagles? You know, maybe play back some Dallas. Mm-hmm. We talked about Minnesota, Green Bay is a good one. Seattle, San Francisco is a good one. Mm-hmm. So they're they're the that's the areas I'm focusing mm-hmm. in on stacks. But the best stack of the week is led by Joe Burrow and T Higgins Tyler Boyd combination playing it back with King Henry and Jonu Smith at Jonu's low 4100 price. You know, throw in some of the best plays I have here. I'll have a few different combinations of that. I might even sneak in some AGA Green and some of those ah. stacks or some Corey Corey ah. Davis instead of. John, who you got, you got to mix it up a little bit. A few different co- combinations in the GPP Can I world. Can piggyback that, off that this? Maker. I want to piggyback off this, all right? Because I like this. I like sure, the Joe sure. Burrow. I like the T. Higgins. I like the Tyler Boyd. I like the King Henry. I like the John U. Smith. But what about A.J. Brown in that lineup, too? Holy crap. Everybody, you, everybody and their mother, including you, is taking A.J. Yeah, Brown. but no one's so going to have he, seven players from one game. This could be the ultimate stack, 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 stack. I'm going to take five players, just different combinations. Why not seven? Five players. Ultimate GPP so, play is all seven. It's it's an ultimate I, GPP I, I, play. I haven't figured out how that all fits in there. You know, but maybe, maybe I'll do something. I'll, like I'm going to do one spirit. lineup with all seven because it's a very high-scoring game. and it's, The spirit of the show. I mean, I, I love stacks, Dan. I have a stack thing. And I'm, I'm going to tell you my stack of the week. And it, it could be a little bit gross. I'm not going to lie. It's it's not going to sound good. And I know that you have recency bias towards this player because he let you down last week. But Matthew Stafford, I'm going I, stacking it up with Kenny Galladay. Running it back with Jonathan Taylor. That's a GPP stack. You can't even tell me it's bad because it's great. I love it. Mm-hmm. And it's a 50 point over under in this game. The Detroit Lions are underdogs, which means you're going to have to throw, which means the Colts are going to have to be up. And in order to be up, it's going to be Jonathan Taylor. Smash week. Mic drop. I love it. I, I really do. I think, that, I think that, that sounds like a good cash line. What cash? No, no, no. That's a GPP. I'll tell you the cash line. The cash lineup is already Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Or Russell Wilson and Tower Lockett. Those are the easy stacks, but we gotta go a little bit more contrarian. And I love the Burrow one. I'm just gonna d- triple down on that one. I mean, that has to be the stack of the week. But the last GPP stack, I'm going back to the, the start of the show, and that's the triple stack with San Fran, and you can run it back with with Lockett. So it's gonna be Garoppolo, Ayuk, Kittle, Lockett. I'm done here. Now that's my stacks of the week. I'm I'm only doing two. 
Well, three kind of, if you want me to piggyback off Dan's burrow. I know Dan is now a classic Bengals fan. This is insane. <laughs> it's, it's something about that. It's something about that division there. You know, the AFC North, whether it's Ravens uh, or Bengals, I don't know. But we'll see how it plays out, man. There, there's definitely some good stacks and a few of those different combinations. You know, I'll try to get some shares on each yep. and hopefully, you know, stay in the money another week, pal. Yeah. I mean, we're hoping to make money. If you guys made this far, subscribe if you're new. Follow me on Twitter at Justin underscore FFB, dance Twitter at FF Coach Dan, the podcast Twitter at in the money DFS underscore. We're at Live on YouTube every Thursday night around 7 o'clock Eastern. Subscribe if you're new. We're on any podcast platform there is. And we'll see you guys next time. Bendita fue la tarde,